Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with Frank Morgan. And although he denies being related to J.P. Morgan, is that correct, Frank? Correct. And Morgan Stanley, no relation. (laughs) I don't have that money. (laughs) Although sometimes, sometimes we wish we did. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, but even though you say you're not related, you are in the same business. Yes. Correct. Okay, so you are Morgan Financial. What do you do down there? Uh, We provide financial services for mainly people that are um, growing towards retirement and and retirement. And one of my great satisfactions is basically achieving their dreams, doing the goals, establishing their their things to retire, their dates. And when my biggest accomplishment and success, Jane, is when we set a goal and they retire at that time or before that time, and it makes us feel like we just did something together. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're securing futures, really, for people to be able to continue the lifestyles that they want. Would that be correct? That would be correct. And then the other ones are the uh, middle-aged couples that are having kids that are maybe getting out of college and they need to do the same thing. And for the next, you know, 15, 20, 25 years, we do that. And when you work with them for that amount of time and they succeed at what their dream is, it's a great satisfaction for me. How did you get into the field? Now, you're a graduate, 1987, you tell me. Correct, from Boyertown High School. From Boyertown High School. Yes. Go Bears! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go Bears is right. Yeah. Uh, how did you, I mean, were you always going to be in financial services and that kind of thing? That's a great question, Jane. Uh, I actually went to Penn State University and got a degree in marketing and okay. and just sort of did a couple little jobs before financial services, but I always had a dream of that business. I always followed it when I was in college. I watched TV. I read the news. Um And I did all that kind of stuff. And when I got an opportunity to uh, curve my career, for lack of a better term, into that, I met someone who led me to the right direction. And I just went down that route. And it wasn't easy in the beginning, like anybody else starting their own business. Let's talk about that just a little bit, just to inspire other people who are thinking about going in that direction. Absolutely. So if anybody... uh, People think they can start their own business and it just happens right away. Right. We know it doesn't. Correct. So (laughs) what happens is I just got involved and worked probably, you know, 12, 16, 18 hours a day to try to get things going. And once you really get the foundation, and as you know, Jane, we 
the more people you know, the easier it is to try to make contacts and get into the business, no matter what business it is, whether it's retail or services. And I just worked, worked really hard to try to establish the contacts. Now, how did you do that? You, I got involved with public or organizations like like chambers of commerce, okay. uh, business associations, uh, social nonprofit organizations, uh, whether it be a uh, uh, an Ambux, an Optimist Club of Border Town, which was great for me. You get to go in those nonprofits and United Ways and just get involved and be involved. But you don't want to be involved just to for business. You want to be involved to help. Yeah. And through the helping, you end up getting business contacts. Yeah. What I don't like is when people get involved with those organizations just, just, just to get just contacts. To yeah. I love helping out. I love volunteering, as you know, Jane. And but but that it, what happens is the seed spreads, and you end up getting more contacts. But it's basically being involved with chambers of commerce and mixers and stuff like that, and you get to know people and. It, it evolved and, and it was a hard in the beginning for, how, how, for my wife and I and the kids, but it worked out. And how long was it so rough like that? Just to give younger people an idea. I would say that it probably was, it was probably 1990, I think it was 1998 okay. when we started this process. And I, I would venture to say it was probably five years. That's right. It was probably five years till I felt comfortable. Yeah. And during that process, um, I was still doing a lot of stuff with my younger daughters at home, my twins at home, while my wife was working, doing other stuff. So you're battling the the thing with the the girls not in school yet. I'm I'm being you being know, I'm being daddy, Mr. Mom. Yeah, I'm being Mr. Mom at home, and and but it's probably a good five years till you really got going. But but if you put the energy and time into it. It yeah. wor- it's worthwhile. So well, pe- yeah. people just can't people just can't expect to to be successful overnight. Yeah. You have to basically put the work into it. Put the work into it, then then it'll it'll eventually get easier. It's never easy easy, right? But you always have to work at it. But the hardest part is the first few years. Absolutely. That's. I mean, my husband's an entrepreneur. Yep. You know, and he has always said, first five years. You know, if you can make it beyond that, and so your response is. It exactly matches it. Isn't that funny, Jane? Because by the way, we did not talk about that before this podcast. Okay. We didn't even say that five-year thing and we just did it. So yeah. there you go. There we go. Now, I would guess, and maybe you have some ideas, but I would guess things have changed a little bit with social media these days in terms of starting a business and making connections and so forth. Do you see any of that change? I, I do see some of that change. It was... It was a lot in my business. There was a lot of change after nine eleven. Talk about that. Because after after when that when nine eleven happened, it was a really tragic thing because people were in the business of doing certain ways they conducted it with their clients. Okay. But when nine eleven happened, and unfortunately there was a lot of financial markets and people in the business either just were did gone or survive. did not survive. Thank you. Uh, so uh, that that was that was a, a bad situation, but after that things got better. So I, I think it's I think it's a matter of the social media part has made people think that they know a lot, and they really don't. And it's not just social media, Jane. It's it's the news. It's as well. I think the news is even worse when you throw in the news, 
and they say things are going well or, or, poorly, well. or poorly, whatever's going on, it ends up being that, that your phone rings more, but then when you look at the overall time frame of things, it's not as bad as people think it is. Okay. It's, it's, it's instantaneous, like you're saying, with the social media. But that's just the way it is. Even just looking at your phone yeah. and seeing an alert on your phone about an incident that happened in the world. Right. People are worried about their finances. Exactly. That's where they go first. Yes. They go to their phone first before they go to the news. Yeah. So is there a way that you can give advice then to people who are, you know, who are either starting a business in financial services or who are using financial service? What kinds of tips can you give them about staying current? That's a great question. I would say that the bottom line is that anybody that wants to do instantaneous financial trading like that like day trading correct like day okay. trading they should just do it on their own okay if you want to get into the financial services business don't get involved with day trading okay i never did yeah. and i never will gotcha. because what it does is it it, it stresses you out and, yes. the, and the other and your customer out more okay. so you're better off being to do be a planner Help somebody out so they can reach their goals. They can do what they want to do. They can, they can retire in 20 years or 10 years or send their child to college at the college they want to go to. Don't worry about – day trading is like gambling. Yes. It's, it's like gambling. So uh, you, go, you go to the casino, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Day trading is the same way. Yeah. So, so to, to, that's what happened with the 9-11 yeah. is there's too much day trading and it turned out that – it really bad for people for and people. and the, and the financial people as well. Yeah. So I would I would stick to long term planning. Be a consultant, not a day trader. Now you you went to Penn State for marketing, but where did you get your education or your experience in the financial? Or was that part of your? Uh, it was I, part of it, but I also read a lot. I did a lot of research. Um, when I say read, Jane, I don't read novels. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more reading, reading right. subscriptions, of newsletters, course. learning, um, learning things like that. And then just after, I just kept looking at it and it, it just interested me. It and, just interested you. And I just kept going, I, I kept going with it. And it's so funny because, you know, um, as I said to you, Leslie Misko and I, do this newsletter together. Right. And uh, she will often say, I looked at the metrics today, you know, and it's like, oh, and right. I never do. Right. You know, right. it's like numbers and I are just, you know, we wave at each other. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but we don't spend a lot of time together. Right. And I tell you. So anyway, so um, I would guess during those early years being Mr. Mom, you got bonded nicely with your children. Absolutely. And I would guess that has not left, that your family is pretty important to you from what I see in your Facebook posts and all that. Yes. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, my, I, I have uh, twin girls, Maggie and Emma. Uh, they're 27. Wow. Uh, gems of mine, uh, yeah. my wife Mindy. And uh, I'm really pleased to, to say that just my, uh, my daughter Emma and her husband Ian – Oh, okay. They uh, they are live in live in Lansdale. Okay. Uh, they've been married. They've been married. They, there was a COVID wedding, uh, so they had two. No kidding. So they had two weddings. They had a wedding in 2020 and the wedding the next year. Yeah. So it was. Uh, they're wonderful, great people, great guy. And when they say somebody 
the daughter finds somebody like their father. She did. Really? Yeah, she did. Um, <laughs> he's like me. I'm um, good guy, good sports fan, great guy. Yeah. And my daughter Maggie and uh, her boyfriend. Okay. They were in North Carolina and they met um, at Appalachian State. Okay. Down there when she was in grad school and um, happy to say that they just moved home. Uh, oh, recent, recently from North Carolina. So yeah. now, now they're living in King of Prussia. Yeah. So it's great to have all everybody together again. And, yeah. and I like to say that Maggie wanted to come home to see us, but I think she wouldn't be closer to her sister. No. <laughs> so, but they're, but everybody's home and, and Hayden's, Hayden's a great guy. Uh, he has a job in Philadelphia and Maggie has a job in Reading. So they're in King of Prussia. So it's sort of like halfway between. That's So I, I love my girls to death and it's, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, they did some really neat community things. I remember a car wash of something. We did. That was my, uh, that was my daughter. My daughter Maggie has type 1 diabetes. Oh, she does. Yes. And, and so she was 11. And so what we did was at, at behind my office here in, in Boyertown, Jane, we did a, uh, we had a Maggie's Militia was our team name for the walk in Reading. Okay. So we would have 40 to 50 people would be on our team walk and we had shirts. We called it Maggie's Militia and everything was artillery, army related. Okay. Um, as I have a wristband right here, Jane, you can see. Yeah. And um, um, what do you say? It's camo colors. Camo. Yep. Yes. I lost and, the word. And we did, a, we did a car wash to raise money. We did other stuff to raise money and... Maggie was great, and uh, she, uh, we were a couple years in a row, we were the top raising team, and, and we still do it, even though she was out of state, we still contribute and still do the walk. And Yeah. Well, talking yeah. about still contributing, those early connections that you made through social organizations, are you still involved in organizations? Yes. I am involved in some of those. Yes. For example, I know that I just have always thought of you as the president of Berksmont Business Association, but you're not that anymore. Is that right? I'm not anymore. But, <laughs> but you were for quite a while. I was for quite a while. We 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 re, we reincarnated uh, the, oh. the, the the BMBA Berksmont Business Association because it was going to be taken over by the Tri County Chamber of Commerce, okay. and we decided to. Uh, try to make it happen again. So we started it again, and a few of us said, let's get this rolling again. And, and that's been about, what, six or seven years? It might be even, it might be closer to 10 years, Jane. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So then I said I would... I was thinking maybe it got reincarnated when you redid the Philly Street Fair. No, it was, it was, it was I think it was, it was right around that time. It was right around that time, maybe a little before that. Okay. Yes. Well, that makes sense. Yes. I mean, you reorganize and then you come up with a way that you want to make a different or make things different. Correct. Which I thought and still think was just a brilliant decision. I, I just... I mean, I loved the sidewalks. Loved it, loved it. I'd see people that I'd, on, on, on the sidewalk sale that I didn't see from one year to the next. It was great. But changing it to a Saturday made it more convenient for so many more people. Well, Jane, the, the other thing is, is, is the, the Berksmont Business Association has done so many good things and involved with so many organizations. And we did not want to see that get absorbed by somebody else. Right. So we wanted to keep it in this area. Yeah. And, and so when we decided to do that, it was hard work. But we said, you know what, let's do this. And a few of us said, let's go for it. And we decided to... And, and they, of course, I guess I was the voice. So they said, okay, you're president. So that, <laughs> you know how that works, Jane, right? I know exactly So that, how So that I was works, president. Right? So then yep. I kept being president for 
don't know, three, four, five years, whatever yeah. it was. And uh, yeah. but we had a lot. Of, but the president's the one that talks. Everybody else does the work, as you know. You get Absolutely. people under. People do the work, and yeah. they don't want to be president. Yes. but they're the ones that should get the credit. Yeah, that my husband always said he never wanted to be a chief. He wanted to be, be an, an Indian. Indian. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 The worker bees. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, tell me a few things that besides the Philadelphia Avenue Street Fair that the Berksmont Business Association is proud of. Wow. Uh... The, the wine walks have been there you go. phenomenal. Right. The wine yeah. walks have been phenomenal with, with uh, just people coming out. And people come out, they sell at the they wine walks. They love it. it. It's crazy. They, they come out from Allentown. Uh, we've hosted a couple at, at my business in town. They come from Allentown. They come from Reading. They come from Phoenixville. Yeah. And, and we, they sell out 200 and some people every wine walk. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I mean... Uh, that and just just the there's internal stuff I think that I think the other stuff Jane is uh, proud of is the local businesses that are being supported okay. and that's the biggest thing whether it's Studio B or the Peppermint Stick or my business whatever, people come out to the other businesses so I think that's one of the other proud things that we're involved with and and we also had one of the meetings a few months ago I think you were attending where we have right. students talking about things they're doing at the high school, right. which we like to see. So it's we're, we try to support the students coming in to talk about things, yeah. to go over issues and, and things they're promoting. And we're not just keeping it that you have to be a business to talk, but let's promote the community. Yeah. And, and that's with so many things, whether it's the Spots Museum or the, or, or the Historical Society or the Audio Museum, People don't realize what's in Boyertown. It's an amazing place. It, it's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So many good people doing a so many good things. Absolutely. And you know what? I was actually driving through the alley at the um, uh, Spots Museum a few weeks ago, and a lady was coming out of the car with her kids, and it was closed. And she didn't know that, and I told her. I opened my window, and I told her, and she was going to go to the auto museum because I said do you have anything else to do? She goes, no, I told her to go there. And she went there. And then I talked to her later on that day. Really? And she loved it. So, yeah. but, but there's so many gems in our small town. Yeah. And that's what I think BNBA brings to support those things. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you, what do you see, what do you see down the road for either Morgan Financial or Bergsbaum Association? Any future plans? Morgan Financial, I'm, I'm, Going the way I'm going, um, I'm continuing to support people as far as you know my clients and they're growing their business and or growing their businesses or end of their retirement plans. And as far as for the Berksmont Business Association, I just think it's on a trajectory upward. We mm -hmm. had we used to have 25 people at a meeting, mm -hmm. and now we're having 40. Really? At a breakfast meeting. And your breakfast meetings are the first Wednesday. The first of every Wednesday month. of every month at 730. 730 at the Friendship Hook and Ladder Fire Company in Boyertown. Yeah. Thank you, Jane, for that plug. <laughs> Forgot about that. So, so and, and we get a breakfast there. It's $10 and you bring a guest. But we it's just been wonderful the way that that, that room has grown yeah. in the last couple of years. When we go from 25 to 35 to 40 people. Even in the summertime when you get people. That's amazing. Yes. It's been more. We, we used to take off in the summer. Right. Not anymore. Not anymore. People want to come out and want, they want to share their business knowledge. And we're getting people that are. And again, the Berksmont Business Association covers the Boyertown Area School District. 
not just Boyertown. Right. So it goes from the west to the east. So basically you're looking at, you know, the Shanesville area all the way to Green Lane. Yeah. So it's just been a great organization. Right. Very good. So I'm sure we covered a variety of different things that inspire you, but is there anything else you'd like to mention? You have had some interesting medical challenges recently. Yes, I have, Jane. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, I, I would advise anybody listening to but this. But it changes you. Yes, it does change you. Do, do not do not try to fight a chainsaw. Okay. It doesn't well. it doesn't help. <laughs> um, I lost the battle, but I'm still here talking to you, which is nice. There you go. Uh, other than that, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm just pleased with my family. I love my family more than anything. They're the first thing in my life, and. When it comes to my employees or anything else, I always say, if you have to take off work, if it's for family, that comes first. Family first. Family, family's first, everything. You can close the office down, How that doesn't matter. How many employees do you have? I have uh, two full-time and one part-time. Okay. Yep, Very so, good. but family always comes first, Jane. Yeah. That's the way I roll. Yep, and that's what I know about you, yep. most of all. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us on the Be Inspired podcast, Frank. Nope. And I look forward to more of your Facebook posts and, you know, figuring out whatever it is you and your family are doing. I know you check it out, You're Jane. very inspiring. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Appreciate yep. it. Take care. Yep. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.